Welcome to Soak the Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Sal, also known as Miss Silk. I'm an LA-based author, entrepreneur, and co-host of a very special podcast named Only One Call Away. This podcast series is where I'll be reading through my poetry book, Silk, and diving a little deeper into the poems. If y'all have read Silk, you'll know the topics range from failed situationships to growing up in LA, family, my self-love journey, and that's literally not even the half of it. In all of these moments, I'm just walking and writing myself through these experiences. So I thought it'd be cool to take you with me and put a voice, maybe a story to the poems. If you're interested in staying connected, my social medias will be in the show notes. Feel free to leave a review, share with a friend, or send me a DM and let me know what you think. Now onto the show. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for the first episode of Silk the Experience. I'm so excited to get into these poems with y'all and just have this conversation and don't let me talk to myself if you have some insight some thoughts you want to share even a story whatever feel free to hit my dm on instagram tiktok whatever text me if you have my number um because i want to engage and interact with y'all i have some surprises later on like i mentioned where I will interact with y'all, but I don't want to give too much. So let's get into the first poem. This poem I've performed at open mics. Um, It really hits my womanhood and... Okay, let's get into it. The woman of my dreams. She's a work in progress. Still a mess. Still the best she can be, despite the circumstances. She's beautiful. From L.A., So she reps the West. She wants to change the world one person at a time. What she wants is already hers. It's already mine. Gil, I just want you to know whatever you want in the world, it can be yours. But what are you going to do? What's in between the you not having it to you having it? Something I ask myself every single day. (laughs) But okay. Let's move on to the next poem. I needed this for my transformation. There's room for improvement, and I have high expectations. It's Scorpio season, and I'm ready to shed who I was yesterday and embrace who stands before me. If you're listening to this when I initially release it, then you'll know it's Scorpio season. Today is my birthday. If you're listening to it the day of the release. Um, and I feel like it's a very important time. Sagittarius season is very important too. It's the end of the calendar year. But Scorpio season, today I woke up. I implemented my morning routine so that I can consistently do that throughout the end of the year into next year you know what I mean like that new year new me new la 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 that may work for some people but for me I need to wake up maybe start a new week but I need to wake up and do what I gotta do like I'm not gonna wait for a new year or a new month like it gotta get done okay page three Los Angeles Home of the champions. Talk about motivation. The Lakers and Dodgers just winning and winning. It makes me reminiscent of my childhood. The walks home from school through Dodger traffic. Random men on my street. Ticket scalping. All of LA cheers while we watch Kobe play. I even ditched school for the 2010 Lakers parade. More than just memories... It's all imprinted in me. I'm so proud of my city. To live and die in LA. It's the place to be. You gotta live it to know it. Okay, the last part is not in there, but 
I wrote this in 2020, obviously, when the Lakers and Dodgers, you know, won the championship. But growing up in LA, you just, unless you're like, no shade, like a Clipper fan or an Angels fan or something, um, you bleed purple and gold and you think blue. Like, that's just the way, that's the right way to do things here if you're from LA. If your area code is 213-323-562-310-818, like, come on. Um, and I also used to live on the entranceway to Dodger Stadium. Back then it was Elysian Park, now it's Vince Scully. And there would always be, like, the ticket scalpers and whatnot, and... They used to be posted up outside my apartment building and honestly like I I feel like if you grew up I don't say the hood but no I'm just if you grew up in the hood <laughs> um I've come to realize like or in my experience the people that are quote-unquote scary they really got your back like I would walk home from school. Sometimes there'd be like weirdos or whatever. And they always used to be like, yo, you good? You good? I'm like, yeah, barely, barely. Let me get us out of my fucking house. But <laughs> but it makes me reminisce about the old days. And it's just a good time. And that 2010 Lakers parade, I was like a freshman. <laughs> okay. We grew up with still bars on our windows. Wearing our siblings' clothes? Were those gunshots or fireworks? No one really knows. And I included a footnote and it says, Ungated communities. The reason I put ungated communities in the footnotes is because we didn't have gated communities. We had bars on our windows and, and that was our sense of security. And it really worked because I felt safe as fuck. So... I put in both earphones to drown out the cat calls. It's such a shame that I can't even take a walk without men shouting at me from their trucks. Whistles and smooches. I used to flip them off, cuss them out, and yell back from the sidewalk. Some would drive off and others would be offended. The audacity of me. I want to cause a scene, but I can't afford to be hot-headed. Yo, I used to be one of those people where, like I said in the poem, like when men would shout at me from their trucks or, you know, cat call or whatever, I used to go off and flip them off and whatever. But I've come to realize that that is not safe. And you don't know who you're offending, no matter how offended you feel. Like, there are literally people that lose their lives over doing things like that, so... I just learned to like not be as aggressive, but you will still get an ill out of me. I'm sorry. I think I'm in the wrong place. I lived here before, but don't see a familiar face. Mom and pop shops taken over by vegan cuisines. Why'd they replace the doctor's office with a bike shop? They turned my childhood market into a fucking gelato spot. No more fashion for Eva. House of Spirits is gone. Damn. They were Cambodian owned too. I hope they still have a home. Gentrification. What a devastation. What happened to the Echo Park I knew. So for those of y'all who are not familiar with Echo Park. <clears throat> that's where I grew up. I grew up in Echo Park. Elysian Park and and it used to be a rough area and then gentrification happened which sounds like a positive but our we used to live in a we used to live in a two-bedroom apartment and we had it for like 900 then gentrification happened they were like hey y'all gotta go they spiked it up to like 3,000 or 3,500 so at the time when it happened, it was it was world shattering because 
that's all I knew. I mean, I will go to the valley on the weekend um, because my sister and my brother-in-law, but the valley was not my home. I mean, I've been here for a minute and I still wouldn't consider it my home, but Echo Park will always be my home and it hurts to see people there that displaced other people that would consider Echo Park their home too. So I understand gentrification has some benefits, but I just don't fuck with it. I don't. $3,000, that's fucking ridiculous. Okay, anyway, there will come a day when I won't have to buy myself flowers anymore. But until then, I'll grab them from the flower mart or a street vendor. Hashtag support your street vendors. I know it's easy to go to Vons, Trader Joe's, wherever you get your flowers. But if you can take 10 minutes out of your day, especially if you live in Los Angeles, take the time to find a street vendor. Nowadays, they got Venmo, Cash App, like, and the flowers are so much more beautiful. And, you know, um, just take that extra time and, and effort too support your street vendors like it's so hard for us to get by in life and generally speaking we have quote-unquote good jobs and nine to fives i can't imagine being an entrepreneur under those circumstances release to relieve finally a chance to breathe that's why i love the ocean so turbulent and intense but poems before reaching shore. Unlike me, I am always turbulent. Inside, I am violent. I don't know peace. I can't seem to find it. Yo, yo, girl. I used to go through it with my internal dialogue and my overthinking. I used to be like, y'all, <laughs> have y'all seen the ocean in Deadliest Catch? Like, that was literally me for years. I used to find comfort in overthinking and probably the chaos in my mind because that's all I knew. But I've gotten to a place where I know peace and I'm no longer violent. I may choose violence some days. I'm human. But I, it's crazy to say, I know peace now. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Can you hold me? Feel the coolness of my hands and the heat off my cheeks. Put your thoughts on pause and enjoy the serenity. Surrender to the moment. Now back to reality. In one, two, three. Melanin. I'm sorry I didn't give you the love you deserved. Dark skin was associated with the lower class. The people in the fields picking rice and cutting grass. I wish I could go back and value it more. I'd apply lightning cream to my eight-year-old cheeks every day for about three weeks. Disappointed every time I looked in the mirror. Mom, I'm still so dark. How can I look clearer? In fifth grade, my sister told me, celebrities pay to be your color, but I didn't believe her because everyone around me, well, they just wanted to be lighter. Now at 23, I can finally be me. No wonder I struggle with self-love and affection. Our ideas of perfection fuel our self-destruction. We are perfectly flawed and I am teaching myself. How to love them all. Oh my god, I was so happy. Um, I struggled a lot with being super brown and my complexion. So, I did try to use lightning cream at one point. Um, but obviously it didn't work. So, um, but my favorite part of this poem is when I said, no wonder I struggle with self-love and affection. 
Our ideas of perfection fuel our self-destruction. Because it really does. We chase the standard of beauty. We chase perfection. If a hair is out of place in a picture, we don't post it. Or, you know, certain things like that. When things are most beautiful, when they're raw, like everything so okay next one sunlight kisses my skin warmth so deeply underrated i used to despise it i used to hate it my melanin made it harder for me to love me so deep and rich now i feel like i'm that bitch and don't y'all forget it now I used to struggle with my complexion, but now I want to be as dark as possible. Like, put me in the sun. Okay, this is page 12. Everyone is afraid of making the wrong decision. It prevents them from making any. High risk brings high reward, and I'm taking many. Many wins, many losses and many tears in between. But comfort should make you uncomfortable and it makes me want to scream. Yep, and it certainly does. I feel like a lot of times, even with myself and people that I look up to, I see their successes, but I don't see the losses that it took to get there or the tears and whatever angst that they went through obviously we don't share everything but i had to learn that on my own journey i had to be willing to take risks and take losses in order to get to the wins you know why i'm never home because my car is the only place i truly get to be alone if you still live at home with your parents or you have an interesting roommate dynamic um, then you'll know that your car is truly the only place of solitude where that's why I, go, I used to go to Target so much because I used to just love being alone I used to I still do I loved my drives by myself whether and playing music, listening to a podcast, or just sometimes I don't even play anything and I just enjoy the moment. How many hours have gone to waste? Occupied by my phone, staring at my own face, analyzing my cheekbones, sucking in my waist, Seeping into the quicksand of Instagram, I have to remember how beautiful and unique I am. Footnote unfiltered. We need to live our lives a little more unfiltered. The filters on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, TikTok, even like, they, they create unhuman-like features and I know that I've fallen victim to not feeling confident enough to take a picture without a filter um, and that's just not a way to live. So one thing that I'm going to work on is to just take pictures without filters or, or anything like that. Seeking validation in today's standard of beauty. I set myself up for failure each time. The girls we idolize on Instagram don't even claim their own bodies. But here we are, still trying to keep up with society. Footnote season 20. If y'all didn't catch that, I was referencing the Kardashians. Um, because they really did set the standard of beauty nowadays, even though a lot of their features are stolen. But... Yeah, the girls we idolize on Instagram don't even claim their own bodies. And that is something not to gloss over. What if I never left LA? 
unpacked my bags and decided to stay. I wonder who I would have turned out to be. Where would I have been in 2020? The what ifs are irrelevant. They'd probably drive me crazy. I just can't help but to think of the possibilities. So in 2014, I moved to an out of state college and it was an interesting it was an interesting decision. I def it was on some teenage dirtbag shit. <laughs> I was just trying to flee the nest and I was idolizing Disney and Lizzie McGuire and I was like when I'm eighteen or when I graduate high school I'm gonna be on my own and things are just gonna work out because whatever and then life bitch slapped me back to LA and there was a time I never really regretted my time there because what does regret do regret doesn't do shit so I never really regretted my time there but I definitely reflected because I had a time I had a time over there but and honestly I matured so much when I moved back here or I matured so much throughout my experience there and then when I came back here it was like okay it's time to focus so if I moved out would I still feel this way stagnant and stuck but I'm doing okay I'm only stagnant phys physically because my mind is everywhere from the highest heavens to the earth's core I want to push past the stratosphere and soar 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 footnote I'll get there page 18 my empathy holds few bounds I wish smiles conquer your frowns there's so much love inside my soul and yours vast oceans transport you to other worlds a cool breeze and gentle waves I can't lie sometimes I want to set shit ablaze but right now I just want to close my eyes exhale and float away if you didn't close your eyes at the I just want to close my eyes exhale and float away I urge you to do that right now just close your eyes take a breath and just allow whatever angst or anxiety you're feeling to just melt away because that is not a part of the silk experience or, or is it actually it was okay <laughs> it was a part of it but now we can exhale and also when I in the first line my empathy holds few bounds I feel like everyone thinks that they're an empath when I think that being an empath is truly unconditional like and who, I, I don't have my fucking accreditation this is just my personal opinion but I feel like you can't pick and choose who to be empathetic for the same empathy you have for a friend you are still able to have empathy for a homeless person or for someone that is mourning a loss or for someone who's going through a rough time right now you can't pick and choose like oh well i don't feel bad for that person because xyz of course there are exceptions and whatnot but there are a lot of people that claim to be empaths but it's just so conditional and it's just it's gross to me I don't know if I'm an empath. I know that I am very empathetic, but to be an empath, I feel like I probably was before or in a period of time, but that is such a heavy, it is such a heavy feeling to, to feel for everyone. And of course I do 
to a fault though because and that's the reason why oh god <laughs> exposing myself that's the reason why i don't really watch the news because it breaks my heart to hear everything that's going on in the world every day every second some bullshit is happening or something that's just heartbreaking so yeah okay next poem learning to let go of hesitation reflect and reminisce but don't dwell or overthink refrain from manifesting negativity we can be so pessimistic and not even realize it focus on the now on yourself what holds my attention what ignites my spirit so i want y'all to take this motherfucking moment okay and think about what goes on in your head what do you think about we can be so pessimistic and not even realize it our inner dialogue a lot of times until we train ourselves to be kinder to ourselves our minds to be kinder to ourselves we are so negative and we what if this doesn't work out what if blah, blah, blah. hope for the best prepare for the worst don't get too high on the highs and don't get too low on the lows okay focus on the now what holds your attention what ignites your spirit what do you think of that scares the shit out of you in the sense of something that you want to do whether that be a creative project falling in love starting a business what do you want to fucking do because whatever job you're working at you may enjoy it you may hate it but i know that there's so much more that you want to do with your time and you feel like you may not have that time but that's simply not true because we make time for the things that we care about and i appreciate you for making time to listen to soak the experience and this is a part of the experience i'm gonna get on all of your asses <laughs> i'm gonna get on your ass <laughs> um to do what you want to do look at me i never thought about writing poetry it sounded corny to me when people told me like you know that's poetry i was like what the fuck i am not a poet and it still feels weird to say i feel like macbeth and william shakespeare but in reality i am tupac okay <laughs> okay moving on to the next poem to my soulmate i want to feel safe with you like if i'm stuck at sea you would change the currents to confine me when my head is stuck in the clouds or my energy is low you sit beside me and allow me to rest on your soul footnote sailing souls sailing souls and if you know me you know i love me some Janae Aiko. she has been there with me through <laughs> through the most toxic times of my life like comfort in and comfort is that the name comfort in ending oh my lord i relate to that more than i relate to that more than i would like to share or stay ready i've been through some shit man but i be on my shit man okay on to the next one you were the fire i was the air it was a disaster i wasn't prepared you were the fire and sometimes like a moth to a flame i just want i just want to be a little warm i do i do and then when it burns me i'm like oh, oh god and then i may heal a little bit and i'm still like that moth i'm like but the flame felt good it was warm and I'm tired of being the air. But, you know, it's okay. That's how we learn. Malibu. 
If I could go back to those times at the beach, I would, in an instant, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. The stars were out. I saw them in your eyes. I'm still so confused. I guess my intuition didn't see the flags. The ash of our flame coated them, disguised them as white. But I was the one who surrendered to my surprise. This one, <laughs> as sad as it was, definitely one of my favorites. I guess my intuition didn't see the flags. The ash of our flame coated them and disguised them as white and made me say, fuck it, literally. <laughs> um, but no, looking back on this experience, looking back on this experience, oh God, okay, here I go over sharing. Basically, this guy I was talking to, he ghosted me for like two weeks and we would always go to Malibu and do some things there. And I was so hurt because being ghosted, being ghosted is painful. Like no matter how much growth you go through or how much healing you go through, it's still a painful experience because it's like, damn, you're gonna leave me like that? Like, I already have abandonment issues that I'm working on and you just want to dip on me after we spent nights in Malibu. But at the end of the day, no one, no one, no one, no one, no one is obligated to stay with you. Granted, I wish some motherfuckers had the decency to tell you, but yeah, he ended up coming back and like, he ended up talking to me two weeks later and we had a discussion, but I mean, two weeks later, bro, you could, never mind. <laughs> Shout out to that experience. I hope he's doing good. One in a million infinite stars in the sky but your shine was the one that caught my eye you are my reality this feeling is more than a high i could write you a four-page letter and seal it with a kiss so you can go back and read it whenever you'd like to reminisce rest in peace Aaliyah. shout out to Aaliyah when i was younger her death was the first death that I felt in my heart for some reason. I thought that she was one of my sisters. <laughs> I thought that she was one of my sisters and the um, her song, Are You That Somebody? Cause I need that somebody. The little baby in the back that goes, <laughs> I thought I was that baby. I don't know why. <laughs> But shout out to Aaliyah. I see my reflection. And I wonder who she is. What she loves. What she fears. It's all coming alive. The trials are in session. What am I to do? Resort to my old self? Or empower the new? Tell me who can I run to? On days like this, I've been up since 2 a.m. trying to escape, but instead, I reminisce. Okay, so I was up to 2 a.m. because I was pressed. About, I mean, I was up since 2 a.m. because I was pressed about the person that was ghosting me. But um, I literally was up from almost 24 hours. You see, there's oh god. Oh god, Samantha South. Let me just hug you real quick. Like overthinking and running different scenarios in your head is such a bitch. I was up from 2 a.m. to probably 3 a.m. Just not just stress, because trust me, I was out living my life, but 
the thought was still in the back of my head the thought was in the back of my head in the front of my head obviously it weighed on me um and i remember one of my friends i was like damn i'm tired i've been up since two and he was like why like what are you thinking about and i was like this is embarrassing i'm not gonna say anything but it's crazy for you to know that i am thinking heavily about something that won't even matter in a few months okay anyway on to the next one thank you hip-hop where would i be without you i was rapping along to biggie and pop unaware it was you i was listening to in middle school i heard my first a tribe called quest song find a way changed my life lyrical geniuses q-tip jerobi ali and fife i found my way to snoop and dre i still rap every word to cubes today was a good day in high school i hated mumble rap i wanted lyricists back i wanted meaningful messages not whoever saying whatever hoping to see some ass and crevices the more i grew up i learned to appreciate it all thank you hip-hop you've been beside me entangled in my earphones uplifting me through each fall so i feel like that poem is pretty self-explanatory um i love hip-hop i love r&b and even i've never said this out loud even some country music like the lyricists or the lyrics it's just even rock too like the lyrics amber is the color of your energy that is poetic there is poetry every fucking where and i'm so appreciative of it okay moving on. if i were to skydive would you be my parachute slow me down from crashing i may tumble or trip but i'll be okay you're worth it footnote a safe landing i've been single for a long time okay what happens to the things we never say we think it goes away but really it builds and piles until you can't take it anymore and you run for miles run 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 on the path of emotions and reactions it's like nothing ever happened the whole situation was one-sided and you didn't feel a fraction okay this one ties into the next one a little bit same vibe maybe i'm the fool giving you the push and letting you pull me into another failed situationship i let your hands trace my hips as i kissed your fingertips i felt so warm and safe but you didn't know what to do what to say how to say it or when but you don't have to say anything anymore instead of feeling the comfort of your warmth I feel the chill of the wind. Okay, so for the first one, what happens to the things we never say? We think it goes away, but it just builds and builds and builds. That has definitely, like, that's a recurring, that has definitely been a recurring theme in my life. Um, it's been hard. It's been a hard journey for me to speak out and advocate for myself and my needs and all of and whatnot. So, yeah. And then I just feel like when I finally do, it's, I don't want to say too late, but it just doesn't even matter, you know? And for the next one, Instead of feeling the comfort of your warmth, I feel the chill of the wind. 
I thought I was going to feel your warm body and your warm presence beside me, under me, over me, whatever. But instead, I feel the wind because I'm by myself. Which now, looking back at it, was the best thing to happen. So, redirection is a blessing and there's a lesson in every blessing. Lucy. And there's a blessing in every lesson. <laughs> we have a connection, but we're on different spectrums. You love to lust me, and I lust to love you. There was a point where I thought you felt the same way too. I was wrong. Again. I mistook your openness for vulnerability. Don't worry. I've learned my lesson. I feel like when you're in a friends with benefits situation as a young... Okay, I'll speak for myself. When I would... When I would involve myself in friends with benefits situations um, at, in my early 20s, maybe 19 to 23, um, whenever the person I was dealing with would open up a little vulnerably or would open up a little bit about their childhood or, you know, their mental state or something. I took that as a sign of like, oh, he fucked with me, like, wow, wow, we're really friends, and this isn't just sex, like, what, me, 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 when in reality, like, maybe we were friends, and maybe it wasn't just sex or whatever, but at, a, at the end of the day, girl, you gotta go home, and I should tell you within itself. This is page 31. I don't know if I'm a lover or a fighter. Because when I reach out, I get caught up. Searching for love is my first mistake. Unrealistic expectations stem from the love we see on TV. The kind we watched on Disney. Rose petals and kisses on my doorstep. I don't think I've had either yet. Footnote, hopeless romantic. In my own lane, at my own time, you can find me. I'm not hard to find, but until then I'll see you around while I'm scrolling through my timeline or looking at a cloud. This isn't new, but it's necessary. I'm sorry I don't believe you when you say you want me. I've just heard it all before. Can you blame me? Actions speak louder than words, and there's no sound to me. Okay, reflecting back on this one, you can find me. I'm not hard to find. Hell yeah, I'm hard to find. I mean, now you could do a quick little Google search and you'll find me. <laughs> But back then, I'm not hard to find. And I'll see you when I'm scrolling through my timeline. Bitch, no, you got me. Oops. You got me fucked up. Because I am not accessible anymore. Granted, I do believe that friendships can sprout from, you know, specialized or from unexpected situations or whatever. But. In a lot of these, like, fuckboy situations, hell no, I'm not hard to find. I am hella hard to find, and I'm easy to lose. You feel me? So, yeah. Very interesting. The way the light shines leaves me blind. Okay. This poem is when I was starting to get more introspective and like, alright bitch, you say you want a relationship, but if God were to lay one at your feet, would you be able 
to handle it. The way the light shines leaves me blind. I reach out for warmth, only to get burned every time. You can't hurt me if I don't let you close, but how else would I feel your warmth? I know what I'm looking for, I won't find, but these temporary situations kind of ease my mind. Girl, when you are in that toxic cycle, when, oh god, how do I say, when, when you're in that cycle of getting toxic dick, Ooh, you can't see me, but I'm shaking my head because it's like, all right, I'll see you every, well, now I'm going through my cycle, it's like, I'll see you every two days during the weekend, during the week, and on the weekend, you go do what you gotta do, but on the weekday, I'm gonna see you after work, which is kind of opposite, I don't know, I guess I've had both, um, but it would ease my mind, oh god, here we go, lord. I would use those temporary situations and certain vices, certain vices as escapism and unfortunately that's what, that's what certain friends with benefits would provide for me. It was just a little escape. Okay, next page. I treat your energy as a French inhale. There's a million things about you I still have to discover. Guide me through. I can help you uncover your favorite memories and the ones that are hard to remember. Just hold my hand. Let's walk through them together. Me trying to be a wife. <laughs> Okay, and this poem, this poem is when I realized that I had a gift for being able to compile words into a story or, okay, I'm gonna just read it. Another bruised ego. I thought you were falling for me too. Why am I the only one that's black and blue? It's like you set me up to jump into this. But when it was time to let go, your feet never left the pavement. I enjoyed the fall, unaware that you weren't there. I looked up. I couldn't find you. I still can't find you anywhere. This isn't new. This isn't new. I thought, damn, I've never met anyone like you. I tried to be optimistic and look at it from a positive point of view. This is why I talk to fuckboys. At least I know their intentions. Now my heart tightens whenever I hear that question. What's up? What happened with you and him? The same as the others. The same as the others, he left. Now I have to pick up the pieces. I should consider it theft. You were an undercover crook. I let you in. So foolish. A fool once again. I laid with you. Showed you a side only my best friend knew. I never even read her my poems before I read them to you. We were supposed to fall together. Why am I the only one that's black and blue? <clears throat> so that poem, I'ma just, I'ma let y'all guess what that was about, but you know, like, I can still feel Reading it now, I can still feel 
how I felt when I initially wrote it. Um, obviously, I'm over the situation now. But it's just crazy to be able to read. It's just crazy to be able to read and relive certain experiences. Okay, this is page 38. I hope Julie and I fall in love at the same time. But if it were to be me or her, I hope she finds it first. I hope she gets picnics in the park and reassurance from the heart. I can wait. I've waited this long. I'll catch the bouquet at her wedding while we dance to a Bad Bunny song. So for those of you who don't know, Julie is my best friend and we love us some Bad Bunny. She will lay down. Wait, wait. I was going to say she would lay down on train tracks for Bad Bunny, but she loves Bad Bunny. So, yeah. And I do hope that she falls in love first. I guess we'll find out. Okay, page 39. This one is a short one. Kind souls are meant to console. To the moon, thank you for all you do. I might like you more than the sun, but that's a secret between me and you. There's something about the night that makes me want to stay up. Put my dreams on hold and just lay up. There's a sweet peace to it. The darkness and the sound. Even on the wildest nights. With good friends around. I can't wait for social distancing to end. So I can hug them all again. Zoom parties and texts can only do so much. I'm a human in need of human touch thank you for joining me on silk the experience i hope y'all were able to leave with some more insight on the poems and even your own situations if you've enjoyed the show feel free to leave a review on apple podcasts or keep up with me on social media and share with a friend I'll include my handles in the show description, but until then, I'll see y'all next Thursday.